Hi everyone, happy Fit Friday. As you can probably tell by the title of today's episode, we are going to be covering proteins, fats, and carbs. And the reason that I felt like it was important to break down these three categories today was because I think there's a lot of stigma around what people should eat. And a lot of times I think people follow all of these crash diets or just they create their own dietary restrictions without actually understanding the science behind how your body absorbs and uses certain foods. So let's start with protein. So the way that protein is absorbed by the body is that it becomes denatured by hydrochloric acid, which is the main acid in our stomach that helps us break down food, and then pepsin, which is a specific enzyme used for breaking down protein, and then it's absorbed by the body. So protein is made up of amino acids and free-form amino acids are used to repair tissue or they're used for energy, and protein provides us immediate energy. So there are two different types of proteins, and this is where I think it becomes really important um, as a person who is vegetarian or vegan, or I think anyone in general, to understand what you are actually getting in your diet. So the first type of protein is a complete protein, which means that the food that you're consuming contains all essential amino acids at the necessary levels. An example of this would be usually meats or eggs, for example. Eggs are a complete protein. They contain all the amino acids that you need at necessary levels. The second type of protein is an incomplete protein, which means that it's lacking one or more of the essential amino acids that you need. And that missing amino acid or amount is the limiting factor that makes it incomplete. So an example of this would be... um, lentils or tofu that are maybe lacking some of the things you need but still provide you with some level of protein. What's really important to understand is that exercise increases your protein requirement. So when total caloric intake decreases, energy no longer comes from carbs and fats and therefore you need more protein. So the recommendation is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body fat of protein a day and that may seem like a lot to you but if you think about it that rate is only for people who are not working out at all or it's just like a general target for the population but if you work out your body needs even more energy than it does naturally and even when you're just sleeping naturally your body is still working it's still working for you to breathe your heart is still pumping your food is still being digested and all of that requires energy and so even when you you think that you are not needing as many calories as you actually do you still need energy to run. And that's why it's important to note how much protein you're getting in a day because the problem with protein, and this was a problem that I faced a lot when I first became vegan um, or plant-based, I guess, vegetarian with eating a lot of vegan foods, um, is that generally when you're on a diet like that, you consume more fats and carbs every time you're trying to consume more protein. And the reason is because Unlike meats, a lot of the time, if you're having lentils or you're having tofu, you'll be consuming that with something else. Not necessarily, of course, but a lot of times that just naturally happens where you're also eating noodles with it. Or if you're eating lentils, you'll be eating some carbs, some bread, um, maybe some pita. And because of that, every time your protein level increases, your carb and fat level also increases, which again, carbs and fats are perfectly good and your body definitely needs them to run. But as a person that's working out, 
my protein intake level is supposed to be higher than my carb and fat intake levels. And at a certain point, I don't want to be consuming more fats and carbs every time I'm trying to get in more protein, which is where a lot of people turn to um, supplements like protein powder. And that's why I use protein powder because it really helps me get my protein levels um, in an isolated way without having to consume more carbs and fats at the same time. So one gram of protein is about four calories. And the reason that that's important is because we're going to talk about something called volume eating later. But for now, let's move on to carbohydrates. So carbohydrates are neutral compounds of hydrogen, carbon, and oxygen. And carbs, a lot of times you see them in relation to sugar because um, all carbs can be glucose or fructose at first, but ultimately must be converted to glucose to be used as energy for your body. The reason that carbs and their relation to sugar is really important is because if you have diabetes or if you have high blood sugar issues, um, the glycemic index of your food is really important. And the glycemic index is essentially the rate at which carbs raise your blood sugar and affect insulin release. So as you can tell, that's probably really important if you struggle with high levels of blood sugar. So you're usually aiming for something that has a lower glycemic index to prevent your blood sugar from increasing rapidly after you eat a specific food if you struggle with something like that. So again, with carbs, there's complex and there's incomplex. So fiber is considered an indigestible complex carb. So it can be soluble or insoluble, but overall you need fiber for health. But if you have too much of it, it can be really hard for your body to digest and lead to stomach issues. With carbs in general, um, an idea that I was introduced to when I was first getting into the fitness community on YouTube and just on social media in general was something called carb loading. Um, and carb loading is essentially when you eat tons of carbs right before or right after an activity for maybe a few days um, or even just a few hours before if it's a smaller activity. But that essentially provides your body with energy kind of for a long run um, when you're going through something really strenuous. For example, if you were to do an Ironman or something like that, just to prep your body for how much energy it's going to need. Because again, carbs help provide your body with energy. Another thing that I was introduced to is called carb cycling, which is essentially where um, you're low carb one day, high carb the next and kind of switch off like that or do some pattern of those two options. And I haven't done too much research into how that's helpful for your body, but I imagine that it would work the same way where you're high carb on days when you're doing really strenuous workouts and then low carb on days where maybe you're doing yoga or something just a little bit lighter. The biggest thing I wanted to talk about in relation to carbs is that carbs do not make you gain weight. Energy imbalance does. So if you're not working out or your body isn't doing enough activity to metabolize those carbohydrates, that's when you're going to gain weight. But if you're eating carbs and you're eating food in general, that's proportional to the amount of activity that you're doing every day, you're eating at your maintenance calorie level, then you are going to be completely fine. And I think that that's where the really big misunderstanding is where people assume that carbs automatically make you gain weight. And that's just not true. Your body needs carbs to run. They give you energy and they're super important for your life in general. One gram of carbohydrates is four calories, which again, we are going to talk about a little bit later. Now let's finish off with lipids or fats. So these are a group of compounds that include triglycerides. And triglycerides are essentially three fatty acids attached to a glycerol backbone. Fatty acids can be saturated or unsaturated. So saturated fatty acids increase your LDL, which is your bad cholesterol. 
And also they can be monounsaturated or polyunsaturated. So polyunsaturated fatty acids provide your essential fatty acids. So they're good for your blood lipid levels and they have a positive impact on your body overall. Fatty acids and lipids are the most concentrated source of energy for your body. So for every one gram that you consume, it's equivalent to nine calories and calories. I don't want every time I talk about them, I don't want you to think of them as um, something negative, like the way that I guess they're generally perceived in society, where if something is like 200 calories, that's like a bad thing. I want you to think of them as like a source of energy or um, yeah, just like a source of energy. So lipids are also carriers for fat soluble vitamins. So that's really good. Um, And overall, high fat diets are not the most positive thing. They usually lead to overeating and obesity, which is why when people kind of go on keto, it's really important to actually understand what you're doing. And I personally, and I've said this before, I think that for something like keto, people skew it so, so much. They think that any fat is good. So they're eating meat or like butter, tons of it actually. And that's not necessarily the way that it works. I think that with something like keto, it's really important to have an understanding of what the goal is and what you're actually doing. And on top of that, um, it's probably best to only do it if it's been prescribed to you by a doctor, because it's so easy to have it go the complete opposite direction and cause a lot of health issues in the long run. So in terms of what I was talking about earlier with volume eating, So what volume eating essentially means is you try to eat a lot of foods that are lower in caloric value, but they fill you up for longer. So what that means is something like um, vegetables or spinach or salads. So the reason that these are positive things is because the calories that you like the calories equivalent to a cup of spinach is very, very low, but that cup of spinach is going to fill you up for a lot longer than like a bowl of Cheez-Its, for example. And it's going to be better for your body in the long run. And that's not to say that you have to have salads at any, every single meal, but that's why fruit fruits and vegetables are really, really good for your body because they don't come with a lot of calories. And so you can eat a lot of them and stay fuller for longer. And that is the concept behind volume eating. So I will definitely take some time to explain it a little more in depth in maybe future episodes. Um, But the last thing I kind of wanted to talk to you all about today was water. So the general target is to drink about nine cups a day for women and about 13 cups a day for men. But again, this is the target if you do not conduct any other activities in your daily life, like basically no other intense movement. So a lot of people should be drinking more than that. Water is vital for life and it's really good for weight loss. So essentially you would you should be adding one extra cup for every extra 25 pounds that you have on your body. And most people are not drinking enough water. So if you're thirsty, it signals that you haven't drank enough water. Athletes need more water to replace sweat because the form that your sweat like the sweat comes out in is water. So if you're you hydrated, that's your normal state and it should be determined using weight. So that's calculations that you will will have to do on your own. But in order to just get you to drink more water, I highly recommend getting a large water bottle. So I know that they have the water bottles that are like basically hold as much as a plastic water bottle and that's perfectly fine. But my water bottle currently holds about 32 ounces of water 
And I find that it's so, so nice to have because you don't have any excuse not to finish it off. You don't have to go refill it every like 30, 40 minutes every time you finish it. Um, But just try to buy a large water bottle and then set a goal for yourself. Say that I'm going to finish this off twice a day or three times today, whatever works best with your best with your lifestyle to kind of ensure that you're meeting your daily goal for water because water is so important for your body as well. So I hope that today's episode was helpful in giving you some background on proteins, fats, and carbs, and just helping you understand the scientific background behind them and why you shouldn't be scared to eat any of them. But I definitely want to go more into volume eating and just different styles of eating that I think are actually scientifically backed and helpful in future episodes. But for now, I hope you all have a good day and I will see you back next week for another Finance Friday.